0: Welcome to episode one of Battle of the Boutiques, presented by DestroyTheBrain.com. I'm Andy Treffenbach. I'm Lita Morgan.
1: And I'm Digum. Just Digum.
0: And uh, this episode is uh, probably showing up in the Destroy the Brain feed, but it is not our usual episode. This is a brand new podcast that we're launching. And basically, uh, we'll get into what the podcast is normally going to be at the end of the show. But this is kind of more of a get to know you sort of episode, and we're gonna go over what we thought were some of the best releases of twenty twenty one amongst the boutique Blu-ray labels. But before we get into the content of this episode, let me uh allow the opportunity for my co hosts to introduce themselves. Lena, do you wanna go ahead?
2: Oh, okay. Hi, uh my name is Lena Morgan. Uh I am a writer on the internet. Please Press Fs to pay respects. Uh I do a podcast called Sun versus Song with my co-host uh Todd in the Shadows. It's exactly what it sounds like on the tin. Uh and what were we were gonna we were gonna do a thing we we're gonna talk about um the first boutique label we ever got on Blu-ray, right? That was the thing that I put yeah, on my list. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it. Yes. Um what was it? I should have grabbed it. Uh it's Horror House on Highway I'm Five. Sure. Okay, Whoa. from Vinegar Syndrome. A real fucking weird one. Horror House on Highway 5, uh, a buddy that I worked with at a comic book store called uh, Forbidden Planet, uh, had decided that he was going to become the new Kim's Video. Uh, Kim's Video is this big video store, went out of business. And so he started carrying all these weird movies and said, you should buy this. And it is the horror movie that actually has a Nixon mask as the killer's mask, unlike Halloween, where they just thought about it.
1: All right, my name's uh, Digum. I am a uh, musician podcaster uh <laughs> <Question mark? laughs> in the bands uh lightweight and lousy advice in which we also do the lousy advice podcast where we uh rip off other podcasts and rank songs it's great you should listen to it um and the first boutique blu-ray that i bought was actually mausoleum during that black friday sale that it went on sale which okay. was was that 20 16? 17 18 i can't remember <laughs> like, you should have
2: had it in front of you you're really letting down the podcast i know i know, I know. You're a huge failure uh, um these are both uh, yeah, vinegar I'm... syndrome releases by the way i feel like we should yeah. probably v- yeah in
1: they were they were on shockwaves or whatever and they were talking about movies they had put out and i was like i got to see some of these some of these movies
2: that's a classic i remember yeah. seeing the the vhs box art for that at the mom and pop uh video store that was near my house yeah iconic obsessed
3: <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, if you don't know who I am, I'm Andy Treffenbach, also known as Trevi. Uh, I run destroythebrain.com and Late Night Grindhouse and all sorts of other bullshit. So more than likely if you're listening to this, you're already subscribed to Destroy the Brain. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what my first boutique label release was because I think Severin was the first company to send me something for review and it was door in the silence which was a DVD. Oh. It's like Lucio Fulci's last movie. It's not good.
2: I've never even heard of
1: that.
0: It's it's uh, not the
2: good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that any of these movies that we've talked about are really... That's I mean, I enjoy true. I enjoy Mausoleum. I find Horror House and Highway <laughs> 5 delightfully incomprehensible. Yes. Not sure I would yeah. call them great films.
0: <laughs> yeah, but... Um... <clears throat> Vinegar Syndrome, you know, I knew from Cinema Wasteland, I used to go up there, and I definitely bought into that brand whenever they were selling stuff, and it was way easier when they were like, yeah, you want to do 5 for a 100?
1: Sure, great. Yeah.
0: That's how I bulked up my collection at the beginning, but now I -hmm. I haven't been to Cinema Wasteland in a minute, so.
1: Yeah. But
0: we're all here basically because we love this really nerdy shit. So if horror podcasts weren't niche (laughs) enough... It's now even a finer grain
2: of nature. Yeah, nature. <laughs> nature.
0: Should I say niche then
2: it it's, sounds it's, like it's I'm a, saying Nietzsche. It's it's the yeah. new Henry Cavill series. The Nietzsche. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the Nietzsche.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I love nerding that over this stuff and uh, I'm I'm happy to have two equally uh, two people equally as nerdy as yeah. I am. So uh, what we're going to do on this episode, like I said, we're going to go over the best of what we thought was the best uh, releases of 2021 from the boutique labels, from Vinegar Syndrome, Aerovideo, Video, Severin, and maybe even Agfa. Uh,
2: so we'll start off with Lena. Oh, well, very quickly, we're going to talk about some things that didn't make the final list, but we all have like a... Oh, like a, yeah. Like a Just, <laughs> just, a just <laughs> yeah, for fun. Yeah. Maybe isn't necessarily like best of the best, but we love them anyway. Um, my pick, keeping with the vinegar syndrome theme, because I guess I have a problem, um, is Norman <laughs> Mailer's Tough Guys <laughs> Don't Dance. Um, oh, I feel like it's oh, sort man. of like, uh, if you're not familiar, <laughs> if you're on the internet, you know like like The Room or like Troll 2 or, you know, like these kinds of movies that sort of became like enormously Uh, famous for all the wrong reasons. Tough guys don't dance is kind of like the proto of those movies. Like I think that there were some people, like maybe they like some of like the early something awful goons or somebody. I'm sure somebody channel awesome somewhere. Someone must have talked about it. But it was something that like I knew the one thing that everybody knows about, and I'd forgotten about it until I watched the movie. Um, I how does one describe Norman Mailer's Tough Guys Don't Dance? (laughs) Um, it is quotable. It is. Uh, truly one of Wingshauser's finest films and truly the reason that it made uh, my uh, my list uh, as a as a sort of like sure why not is because there's a Wingshauser interview on it and that was it oh that was the big selling point I was so happy just to see a much older much calmer not sure wiser (laughs) but who's counting (laughs) Wingshauser talking about this movie but yeah thinking he was dead I yeah I too was like how are you still alive? Just <laughs> look at your behavior and everything you're in. I actually don't know. How like there wasn't just some di- like like Norma Mailer apparently like hated him and then they had a gruff admiration later. Yeah. They they fucked. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like it because of because it's terrible in all the best ways possible and um I like, I like the slip. We're, we'll talk about slips, I feel like, a lot, Great right? slip. Oh, great great slip. slip. It's very packed Top tier. <laughs> really stands out. <laughs> anyway, that was my pick. Dig. what was yours? Mine was,
1: um, which this is a little 88 Films representation, was um, our, Jackie Chan's Armor of God. It's oh, a good release. It just came out. Um, really, you know, the movie in this is fantastic. It's basically kind of Jackie's riff on indiana jones type film you know it's like a uh high octane adventure movie where they're where they're trying to find these relics and stuff like that and save a woman that's been kidnapped and it's um it's a lot of fun and it's but um the real standout on this release in particular is there are so many audio options we said we were going to get nerdy on this <laughs> yeah. there are so many audio options on this thing it is insane to where you can pick so many different dubs, uh, different languages, and within the dubs and the languages, you can also pick what end credit musics <laughs> you want on the movie, which is bizarre. Like you can be like, okay, I want the original video U.S. dub, but with the original Chinese theatrical song at the end. Like oh, it's wild. it's absurd the amount of options on there. And there's like all these TV appearances with Jackie around the time that the film was being made. Um, just uh, really top tier stuff from 88 as usual, who are kind of the, the kings of kung fu at this point, um, Yeah. until
2: another release this year. You know? Yep. And also, we're going to be seeing more of them in the States for people that for some reason refuse to buy region free players. 88 I Films is going to be yeah. coming to the US. This one, is,
1: this one is region free, region B locked, this particular release. So.
2: Buy a region free player. Why are you even listening to this podcast if you don't yeah. have one? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Um, yeah that's the best
0: that's the best advice I could give somebody who's listening to this podcast go ahead and buy a region free player because I guarantee you we'll probably be talking about region B stuff too uh somewhere down the line absolutely um you know honestly the one that probably got me was uh from the sub label for vinegar syndrome Saturn's core audio and video and it's wave productions Um, oh yeah it's the documentary called Mail order murder the story of wave productions this is very interesting to me because I grew up as a as a teen reading a lot of Fangoria. As a result, when you read that, you see a whole bunch of ads about these like Z-level, Z-grade horror movies that definitely got shot on video camera. So, part of you is like, "Oh man, I got to pay 30 bucks for this, but it it's something nobody else has seen." And that's always been a lot of my allure to boutique labels is like i've never seen that i've never had the opportunity to see it or i've never seen it and the fact that it's presented in high def is you know even better to me but um yeah this release i mean the whole the movie it i think is a lot of fun it's a documentary if you're not familiar with wave productions it's a sov um they started off as an SOV horror company and then they kind of became something (laughs) a little different, Uh, kind of worked in the fetish line, if you will. But (laughs) I I mean, still like Ron Bonk's in this, Art Integer, Tina Krause, who is one of the the Wave cast. Um, uh, Michael Gingold, I think, is a talking head in this as well. It's just a very interesting documentary. And I feel like some people, especially who are jumping into Vinegar Syndrome and some of these partner labels, uh, specifically Saturn's Core, they might not be familiar with shot on video because that was a weird... I mean, I think there's a curiosity to it now that is the appeal, but back then it was just like, oh, sure, it's extra content and it's made by fans for fans. You know? So it's very interesting to kind of... I wasn't 100% familiar with Wave. I knew about them because I saw the ads, but I had no clue that they were in some of the business that they got into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: I uh, I knew them because they're based out of New Jersey, which is where right. I originate mm-hmm. from. Um, and, yeah, so, like, when I would go to the mom-and-pop video stores, uh, I mean, for anyone that does not know, the deal was pre-blockbuster days, back when people would rent VCRs, You know, you rarely could get the actual movie that you wanted to get. So there was this huge booming business in having movies you can make for cheap, be they, you know, shot on film or shot on video, much more likely. And so Wave Productions was sort of the like the genesis point of that. I think in New Jersey, especially like was one of the big companies that was doing it. And uh, actually, I'm glad that you brought them up, Andy, because we were going to make a whole point of saying that they're not on in the top ten. But honorable mention, because while they've been putting out Saturn's Core, that is, um, VHS releases for a little while, they just started doing Blu-ray in 2021. And they've put out, like, I think pretty much, Dig and I were talking about this before we started, like, every single release except for one
1: (laughs) was one. And they've put out a lot.
2: Like, there's a lot to be put out. Uh, So, for me, um, if it's not mail-order murder... Um, which I would recommend picking up. I happen to love Psycho Sisters just because it is a movie about three sisters, one of whom gets murdered, the other two just raped, no big deal. Um, They go to like a mental hospital, pretend that things have gotten better. They're like, thanks so much, doc. Peace, we out. Like, full LL Cool J style. And then (laughs) proceed to go on a penis chopping off murder spree. It's wonderful. Um, I don't know if it's art, but I do love it.
0: I
1: Wasn't it directed I, I by a um a like a chiropractor? Is that who I think it was did, that, it that guy that directed written by it? a chiropractor?
2: I don't remember. Okay, it. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah, that's what I, it was.
0: <laughs> and I don't know if you got to watch the ninety six version. Like or, or maybe it was the ninety nine version. Ninety six the, the original. Yeah, the remake, yeah. which is more polished. <laughs> That's definitely on the watch list. I started watching a little bit of it, but it, it was kind of a crappy copy. So I'm gonna see oh. if I can get something because they're I just remaking kind of everything
1: it. these days. Yeah,
0: and, and I think even <laughs> even now he's saying like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a new remake of Psycho Sisters. It's like, come on, the appeal
2: of the original Psycho Sisters is not the polish. It's, it's like yeah. so listen good. to me. That's like it's- what they did with that picture of Jesus. <laughs> When they tried to fix it, oh, yeah, it was perfect. Don't mess with Jesus. Psycho Sisters you... is Dick chopping Jesus. Yeah, let him that, be. That,
1: that that also stars a mother daughter co leads, I believe, right?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is just an, a, a million things to unpack, but you know, I mean,
2: I, it's it's good. I I liked it. <laughs> I mean, like here. Here's my question to you: Did was the, were there any Saturn's Core releases that you wanted to talk about?
0: Um, look, I, I mean, I will obviously talk about Savage Harvest because I think that's you know that was filmed in St. Louis or near St. Louis, and uh, I know Eric Stenzi very well. People that have listened to Old Destroy the Brain episodes have heard interviews and all sorts of shit from him. So, yeah, I would highly recommend it. Now that you can watch um, the Blu-ray of it and it looks I mean it looks good from what I've seen. Um I would highly recommend it, it is definitely a Evil Dead kind of riff uh but I, I think it's a lot of fun and especially I I love it because it kind of ties in the 93 floods uh from Missouri and Illinois. <laughs> if, I mean I know you guys are on different coasts but <laughs> In the Midwest, that was a big fucking deal. So
1: You're from the mid coast. I'm
0: from the mid coast. All right, cool. The
1: One thing I would like to say, too, is, you know, uh, what I would like to see from them. And I had this idea once they did the wave doc. Why couldn't they just do? Because I know a lot of those wave movies are like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Just like give why us. Why can't you do a comp? Just just give us a wave comp volume one and volume two until you, you put them all out. You know, they I, might, I you don't know. I, yeah, Sarum's so Score. Those, if you hear this, buy we got people,
2: they're in the wings. If you're the listening,
1: wings. and we know you are, <laughs> put it out.
2: <laughs> I mean, I pull, was pull legitimately, legitimately, everything except for Duck, which was sort of like a, a Columbine story, that's like the only thing yeah. I would say, yeah. you know, and it's not even just that I'm so old that I remember Columbine, I was like just out of high school when it happened, but it's, it's not even that. It's just not very good. Yeah. Everything else is great, like <laughs> not high art, but like are you entertained? I think the answer is yes.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's very interesting to see newer horror fans get into this, and they're like, "Holy shit, what is this?" And it just kind of <laughs> blows their mind for a minute, but then they're like, "Oh, this was like, I guess a weird archaic kind of YouTube sort of, but creative." I don't know. It's yeah. it's strange. Oh God, uh, burn.
3: <laughs> it's,
0: it's strange when people like discover sov stuff for the first time like yeah. yeah i remember somebody discovering boarding house for the first time i'm like you know that was released in theaters believe it or not <laughs> yeah.
2: amazing that's like that's like the high tier release sov <laughs> yeah and that's another didn't quite make the list but you should pick it up boarding house got a, yeah. got one in 2021 for magva great great release
0: yeah i definitely want to pick up the blu-ray um So, yeah. Cool. All right. So, here we go. We we did it. Let's go into it. Uh, So, we're going to start with Battle Royale 4K UHD. Um, I really love this movie, and for a long time, it was not available. Mine's still in train crap because I don't have 4K. (laughs) But... uh, this is a great release uh i own the limited edition that arrow put out a while back and it's just blu-ray and now i'm I'm happy to have this because uh not because of bel Royale 2 uh being on blu-ray because that's not great but the (laughs) having both both of the different cuts um and having just such a superb package with like the trump cards the soundtrack which is one of my favorite soundtracks of the early aughts and like the card game, everything that they put into this for this movie that I think got more popular once like hunger games came out or or maybe not popular, more well known in North America because there was all these comparisons like, Oh, this is like battle Royale. And people were interested in it and that's about when anchor bay and arrow put out their blu-ray set so to have it on 4k is amazing because i i think this is like an amazing film um i i thoroughly enjoy it if you've never seen battle royale pick up this 4k uhd i think it's still available maybe not maybe not the limited edition
1: i think there's just the standard of the first one available currently Okay. on 4k though
0: Okay, so I am definitely talking about the 4K UHD. 4K is
2: region-free, generally speaking, unless it's one of those weirdos. But you should still buy
0: a region-free Blu-ray player. Not everything's coming out on 4K. And who knows? Now that we said 4K is region-free, they're going to start locking everything. (laughs) They've locked a
2: couple things, but not many. Yeah. Cool. All right, Lena. Oh, my God. We're doing Halloween 1 through 5. That's from... Screen oh, Factory. Oh, I didn't grab those. Screen there Factory. were too many of
1: those. Ooh, I forgot the <laughs> mention right. at the top. We actually, wow. we
2: actually put the well. You know, I mean, of Whoa. all the companies that don't need extra support, <laughs> Shout Factory slash Screen Factory, they're good. They're they're doing fine. Um, but they did yeah. so like they've got it handled. There were a lot of reasons why I decided to include. Um, so there's they put out five on 4K, one through five. Uh, I have in front of me the first three because they're the ones that got like the super. Fancy-ass release that came with, like, a 45 and everything. Um, But kind of cheeky, but I was going to put this on the list partly because people on Blu-ray.com forums are very mad, as they are every day. (laughs) And I kind of, like, (laughs) truly—because I almost put um, the 1970s Body Snatchers Kino 4K release on there, but didn't because I did not want people to get angry— because there's always these conversations about um, compression and like chroma and all this stuff. I am not an expert. I want to make sure that people know that none of us are experts to the degree that like like you're everybody's <laughs> limited by the technology they have and he doesn't even have a fucking 4k player. What's wrong with him? Who knows? <laughs> uh, but it's gonna happen this year. But like that's but like the, the player, The the TV, your you know your audio setup, and like also the one thing you can't fix your fucking eyes. Like everybody's eyes are literally different. So look, there are people that have said that they don't like the look of the 4K for the first movie. We can set that aside. Fine, agree to disagree. I think it looks pretty great. <laughs> two looks so good that I almost liked two what yeah, yeah i almost wanted something. to buy to once you started talking about it <laughs> like it almost like this is a, just so people know what kind of podcast they're in for i don't think any of us like halloween 2 none not rob yeah, zombie two, that's a different story but um yeah but i like rob two, zombie's halloween 2 i will say that the second movie <laughs> the the one scene where like there's all blood on the floor and the guy comes in and slips on it looks outstanding amazing incredibly great um Almost, almost, would if you were going to, like, I I bought the whole thing, so it doesn't matter, but, like, you could even think about buying this one alone just for that. That's how good it is. <laughs> That's a lie. But really, the fucking reason is, is Halloween 3. That's the reason for the season. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, on 4K, is the best it's ever looked. Um, it's cool having a 45 to go along with it. Special features are, are good. But, like, it's just so cool to, like, be able to put this big ass thing up on my wall like and just it is in my opinion the best Halloween movie It's my fave uh and it's nice uh four and five even movies that don't, don't necessarily get a lot of love they're not five is disappointing because of what four sets up right like I don't. I don't think any of us would disagree yeah. with that. But um, the five disc does have some of the deleted scenes, the Doctor Death stuff that um, has not really been readily available. And in general, it's good. And yeah. it's nice to just throw 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 a little support to Danielle Fucking Harris, who, quite frankly, like is is a, a child little child in that movie carries those movies. Um, yeah. 100%. And so it's nice to, to to get to see those in 4K and and. Uh, I interviewed her this year, and uh, and we talked about them a little bit. And she also talked about the guy who played Dr. Death and was like, he was a creepy asshole, and that's why he got fired. And I was like, wow, (laughs) shots fired. Wow. All right, kid. Um, Shots fired at Dr. Death. (laughs) Yeah, really fucking letting him know. But, yeah, I think if nothing else, at least Halloween 3 4K. But I truly was pleased with the quality of all five, Um, enough that I put it on a list. And it was so nice of Scream Factory to put out a release that did not require any replacement get discs, um, discs, unlike <laughs> so many other releases, including their previous year's Friday the Thirteenth. Um, yeah. So good looking out. Yeah,
1: the, those um, and those come in those hard, new hard boxes that they're doing. I guess for special things, like it's not every. I don't understand their don't system either. behind picking that, but um, they're nice. They're like really nice, even yeah. if the artwork's not that great
2: yeah so
0: that that's the problem with screen factory all the
2: time. yep 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 i'm also not i mean they're fine like they looked much worse like on a on my computer screen like once they're on an actual physical thing <laughs> yeah. they don't look as as bad like i might might even say they look tolerable fine A a true five point five out of (laughs) ten. But hey, how about that vinegar syndrome? We talk about them a lot, right? Yeah. So now it's Uh, time for
0: us to, you know, fillet vinegar syndrome. Here we go, as we will do probably every single episode. So
2: uh, they start doing a, a. They do these new labels. These these people yeah. these vinegar syndrome they're people. gonna go through the whole
1: alphabet yeah they've got to because yes <laughs> yep yep VSKs. so they got
2: they did they started doing vsp this year which is basically yeah, just you know uh is it is it a movie that was shot on film yes yeah, boom, they're on it um so yeah. they put out it's, a couple it's of films
1: things. that are shot on film and that are basically new releases
0: yeah contemporary releases shot on film
2: Yep. Yes. So the exciting thing is, uh, so <laughs> they put out this movie, Censor. There was a very minor controversy. I don't think, it, did anybody really care? It was supposed to be a 4K release and then they didn't do it. Um, they just did it as a Blu-ray. And I can't imagine having watched it that the 4K would have made a lot of difference. They shot on a, a lot of different media for this movie. So I think that it probably would have created uh, more of a dissonance from one kind of camera to the other. So I don't, I think I've heard ultimately that there ray, were is that technical
0: issues. So eh. yeah, whatever. If you, I mean, I was a I, little I bummed.
1: I was a little bummed because I think the last 20 minutes of this is so beautifully shot that I was like, Oh man, in 4k, that's going to be the bees knees. And, and then, I
0: think, I, I think the other disappointing thing is right. Um, you're not starting your brand, the VSP line with a 4k right off the bat, because I think it was some people's understanding that VSPs would always be four Ks of contemporary films, but I think they would have ran into a problem anyway, because some film productions, especially contemporary ones when they're shooting on um, like Alexa's or Aries or anything like that uh, it's sometimes it's not four k some, some people still shoot in 2K, so yeah, it, it's something that, like, if you did a 4K, <laughs> there's it's an up res by default. So I think they would have ran into that problem if everything was going to be 4K anyway. But what's but, interesting, but, and I was gonna sensor. say, all three
1: VSPs, all yeah, three VSPs so far have been uh Blu rays. What th- uh, th- did you three? What are you talking about? The
2: Contrary, there's two
1: New York Ninja sensor and Scary 61st.
2: Oh, well, that's Those not are the out f- yet. first
1: three VSPs. Wait, that's not is that that a VSP? Yeah. I
2: thought that was a Melt. I thought that was a. Yes,
1: it's okay. a VSP. Yeah, th-
0: that's also got some controversy with more nerdier <laughs> people than us. <laughs> hard hard <laughs> to um, manage. So, so okay. Sensor also, speaking of controversy, kind of has some controversy between another boutique oh,
3: label. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what? I say we
0: just make this the Blu ray gossip Talk.
1: Yes, it's Goss. Give us the
0: hot Goss. Uh, so the hot Goss on this is the uh, David Gregory feature. Y- you guys know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do okay. know what you're talking about.
0: So yeah, the, the special feature is apparently unfinished. And you can hear this on the Seven Films podcast. This isn't like inside baseball <laughs> or anything. He's very transparent about it. And I think the uncut or the finished version is on the second site release of Sensor. Uh, and it's on and the um, on Night of the Demon, the, right?
1: Night of the Demon, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Which is a Severn release, so I know it's not Vinegar Syndrome. But just saying. I
2: <laughs> can't um, believe that you said it, but here we are. Um, it's that kind yeah, of show. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> but okay, so listen, Sensor, as far as a Vinegar Syndrome release goes, it's like the real rollout, the red, as far as, you know, they're, they're patented technology for yes. putting boxes. <laughs> This in- in- is all in the <laughs> press
0: releases. Absolutely like, amazing! The, the- I
2: love, I love. Like speaking of hot goss, the it. fact that like their slips have like a patented technology that Severin has like discovered the secret sauce, and now everyone's mad <laughs> uh, is just delightful. But all right, so this is one of those where they doubled up. So like, there's a there's like a hard outer shell that says sensor. Kind of like and Scanner cop one.
0: We saw yeah. it with Scanner cop one and two, right? They did do that, and At, then on the inside the they
2: have a regular slip. But it's got fake movies. It's the movies within the movies. So you got got Beast Man, as you do, and Ace Under. I don't know why I put an emphasis on the A, but here we are. (laughs) So look, here's the pitch. It's a great movie. The end. No, it's a movie about a a woman who is on a team of censors in Britain in the 1980s that are trying to sort of like censor or block video nasties. This is
0: this is yeah this is during the video nasty era which if you're not familiar with hey good news there's a fucking documentary on the disc um it it is a it is a wild ride what the bbfc did um so i i love the setting of this movie number one i was kind of lukewarm when i watched it but
2: uh i do i'm excited to watch it again i love it also
0: check out all the special features
2: yeah, there's um so there's a short from the woman who uh who directed it that is sort of like in the same milieu but a short version. Uh it's basically about mm-hmm. like a kid that like watches a video nasty that his dad had secreted away and his dad's mysteriously missing and there are a bunch of men that have all vanished and what happened. Um but it's really fun, uh, and yeah, there's a documentary on here, which I guess is maybe not finished, uh, but there's a ton, there's a ton, <laughs> a ton, a ton ton, ton, ton of special features, as is sort of the standard when it comes to Vinegar Syndrome, but yeah, like, there's a lot of yeah. great interviews where the, I really like, there's one with the director and the star of the movie, they have this nice, long conversation of their sort of mutual interest in and in films and stuff, and like, how they got into, like, just an interest in video nasties in general and like just sort of specific films they like that brought them to this movie that they made together. And it's, I don't know, it's beautiful looking. It They do use a couple of different mediums to make sure that it looks authentic, I want to say is is maybe the word. Like part of using yeah. film was a sort of evoke yeah. the fact that like it could have been made at a time when film was made. But like there's like one thing I think that's shot on like a like a video phone. And there's some stuff that's actually like shot on video, shot on video. And it's great. Um, I feel like there's a lot of this kind of going around. There's actually a Netflix series that's about to drop called Archive 81 that kind of has a little bit of this vibe too. Um, and by the time this <laughs> podcast comes out, that'll be out in the world. So that's another bonus thing to watch. Uh, but yeah, wow. did you guys have anything else to say about Sensor? No, I mean,
0: what I was going to say is like probably what you guys don't want to hear. Sensor is out on Hulu if you want to just give it a watch. Um, yeah. Because I, you I totally buy understand, it. like, <laughs> You know, there's probably a little bit of an audience that might listen to this that are like, yeah, I'll listen to what you guys think are, like, the best and maybe pick it out of that versus buy every release. And if that's the case, you know, the great thing about Sensor is it's on Hulu and you can test drive it out. And if you really like it, especially, I can already tell you if you like the video nasty era, you're going to probably want to go ahead and buy it. Mm -hmm. But if you need convincing, it's available for streaming. So,
1: And I I really feel like this is going to, be rewarded with repeat viewings mm-hmm. um I that agree. was the feeling I, I immediately got as soon as i finished the movie i was like oh this is gonna be better on a second watch and as soon as we finished it my wife turned to me and was like you're gonna buy that right because <laughs> i want to watch it again <laughs> cool. and i was like okay yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna buy it and then it ended up being a vsp yeah it ended up be vinegar syndrome how cool is that
0: yeah i'm excited for the vsp line i just i don't know how many fucking more lines are we have vsp vsa vsu Right. Yes.
2: All? Okay. Yeah, and also they yes. managed to now officially split up the regular numbered from the Picarama. That's the new Picarama line for, <laughs> yeah. for the for the the pervy shit that apparently not enough people buy to make it part of the regular. To make it numbered. part of the subscription anymore. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. I did. I mean, in fairness, <laughs> I didn't buy any of that stuff when I first got into it. When I first got into vinegar syndrome, I would yeah. just buy like the standard year the not completionist the exploitation and horror yeah me too and then i went back and found myself buying a lot of weird old pornos because a lot of the ones they put out are actually pretty interesting like cool (laughs) little snapshots of porno history uh anyway Dig, do you want to talk about Demons One and Two? Yes, I would
1: love to. Demons One and Two on 4K. Look at we have the the better version with with the shitty copy, (laughs) 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 which which was um, released this year by both Arrow Video and
2: and Synapse. Yep. Yeah. I don't like, there's nothing wrong with the synapse it just doesn't have as cool uh, a box and a box art Yeah. You know, well,
0: well that's funny you mentioned that right because like everybody was complaining about this box set yeah which it doesn't really bother me but okay but, <laughs> but you when it's on see. the shelf and you go yeah,
1: <laughs> to take it off, it's not really that great.
0: Which I mean, I guess it's kind of like the slaughterhouse slip from vinegar syndrome. Yeah, that or like the angel box, that, that pain
2: in the ass, that slaughterhouse.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I think that's like it's a great design pa- in packaging and design wise, I I dig it, but functionality it kind of fails, right? And obviously, yeah. most of us store this shit on shelves versus like front facing, <laughs> so it's like kind of kind of a bad design flaw. But
2: yeah, but um,
1: and yeah, yeah, fantastic. Talk about
2: it. Yeah, Demons let's, is, let's talk about
1: those. Yeah, Demons One is a top five movie for me. I absolutely adore Demons. You know, if if you've never seen Demons, I uh, watch it. But the <laughs> but the basic premise is that these girls get a ticket to a, uh, a a screening of a movie, and it's a movie about this demon mask, which they have a replica of in the lobby, and it accidentally pricks a woman's like face. And then, uh, and then she turns into just a demon. And she starts bleeding and, and stop stop. Yeah, and they just start um, murdering each other and turning into demons. It's basically a zombie movie, but with demons. It's and then great. Then there, and then there's and a girl who has a,
2: who, has a, who has a 12-year-old face. Like, she has the face of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to mention but that. just f- fully grown titties. And somebody like slices up them titties yeah. and also does coke on those t- to those titties. It is quite a film. Yeah, it sure it sure is not coke an American a film. Can. That movie's not American. You yeah. can really tell. You're like mm. great
1: soundtrack. Oh, killer! Great soundtrack. They they're doing coke out of a coke can. Yeah, because it's funny. Because <laughs> um, that's the joke. The, there's there's helicopters and samurai swords and motorcycles. It's really like wild. Like. Even though it's one of my favorite movies, I forget all the crazy shit that happens in it every time <laughs> yeah, I like sit down to watch it and I'm always like, holy shit, I forgot about this.
2: Yeah, I feel like maybe if you're not super familiar with like Italian horror, uh, my well, do you like Ozploitation? Like, do you like, like a like a dead alive? Do you like like some of the the crazier stuff that Sam Raimi did? I'm trying to think of like super mainstream stuff that everybody knows. Do you like that stuff? Imagine that, yeah, but amped up even fucking further. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, this a great, not- great
1: gateway tie Very
2: horror. notable that, that another- these are 4K releases, and the 4K looks like yes. fucking primo. Really good. This is a great release yeah, that- just from a video perspective.
0: But I mean, also, like, the soundtrack. This is when, like, uh, Argento, even though he's just a producer on this, right? Yes. Uh, he started fucking with, like, the... The heavy metal or hair metal bands, yeah, uh, like from Phenomena, right? It's around that same time period. He was he was like in bed with them and was able to like get songs uh, to be in his films. And this one, I mean, it's got like Billy Idol, except which is a band that I completely forgot about not too long ago. Uh, Motley Crue, uh, you know, Go West is in here. Saxon.
3: yeah
0: <laughs> and rick Springfield of all people <laughs> but
3: yeah
0: uh it's just interesting i i love this movie i remember when we showed it for late night grindhouse people went ape shit. it was a 35 millimeter print yeah. uh i would love to rebook it
1: this is um great gateway italian horror i think yeah like, definitely like it's very watched accessible too, m- enough except yeah, for the, the 12 year old titties
2: that that is maybe nothing yeah, as, as yeah accessible. but true. everything else weird. totally yeah, and the, and two and is, it, is is also good.
1: Two is also great. It's good. Like, yeah, it, I haven't it's, seen two. In it does, long. it does the thing where it kind of has the same people in it, um, and in like different roles. So it's kind of fun to see like the same people come back. You know, it has the uh, pimp from the first one as <laughs> the most intense gym owner I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I forget and, his name
0: and, in the second one. The first one was Tony, but I
1: yeah forget. this. The scene at the party in the second one makes the whole movie worth it. And and the, uh, the uh, demon baby. Yes. Demon child. <laughs> like, absolutely fantastic. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of good features on these discs. I think they are ported over the same between the yeah. two discs. So that's
0: between y'all because you both have uh well i mean i have the arrow release but uh um, i have the arrow one too <laughs> yeah lena you, you're difference. the only one that
2: has a synapse one i know i know well here's the, the other thing is that i got mine kind of late in the day and the bottom line is you can't really get that arrow one anymore it's like
1: yeah this is basically out of print it's oh it's like, okay. out of print oh.
2: very expensive if you want to buy it um online or like in a store that like has one hiding with well, there will, there's one in mm-hmm. vinegar syndromes uh uh brick and mortar the archive okay um, the archive. there was one yeah. there but it was it was behind a case and shit whereas i could just buy this one like whatever the, the synapse version so like yeah you're not going to get like the the hard but box or whatever you're most not gonna of the special features did carry over but yeah i mean like as far as i know it's all the same stuff i didn't remember yeah. hearing anything that was It's like, the same transfer like, yeah and the transfer is exactly yeah. the same so yeah i mean it's the one But that's there was available. a replacement
1: disc on this one
2: Oh yeah. yeah, no replacement disc on Synapse, motherfucker. <laughs> I have in, somewhere around here. If I
1: were to recommend a feature off this, there's a great one called uh, produced by Dario Argento, which is it's a visual essay, it's a video essay about um, him in his roles as a producer on various movies, as opposed to you know his uh, directing career. So it's a pretty interesting watch.
2: Thanks for advising that, you big boy.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you.
2: Thank you. All right. Are 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 we all excited to go back to filleting vinegar syndrome? Yeah, huh? yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been Just, a minute. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's been about, far too long. We're talking about fucking arrow and Synapse for like a solid <laughs> yeah. like five ten minutes. Yeah, yeah can't yeah, let that probably. stand. Back to fucking V S. Uh, so the other the other V S P that came out in twenty twenty one, is sort of like to me, it's a dream movie. It's like everything that you dream might happen. And then it was brought to life. It's called New York Ninja. It's exactly the kind of thing that you just like, you just hope against hope will happen. Somebody finds some canisters of a movie that was never completed. There's no sound, but like the film itself is in pretty much pristine condition. So what do you do if you have that? You buy the rights to it. You get everything that you can, all the materials that might be available. And then you make it into a movie using what you've got. And they did that. That's vinegar syndrome. Um, kind of utilizing the fact that over the years that they've been around and have curried a lot of really positive favor with a lot of these B-movie actors and below, um, all these people sort of came back and were like, yeah, fuck, sure, we'll do voices for stuff. So you get like a Cynthia Rothrock, you get Linnea Quigley, you get like a ton of other people they're all going to come in and make this movie that is basically about a guy whose girlfriend who is pregnant gets killed by a gang, and then he decides that he is going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, but without the turtle part. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of him going, Why? No! It's it's really like the kind of acting that you dream of. And, like, there's no way, like, I understand that they, like... ADR'd everything because there was no sound, but, like, just looking at the body language, that's definitely how he delivered those <laughs> lines. Like, there's no way he didn't. Um, but it's just super great. Uh, it is. It's like, I just I want this to happen again and again and again for people to find weird old film canisters of stuff that wasn't completed and make a movie. That's so fucking cool to me. Like, it sounds cursed and bad and, like, a ghost is going to haunt you forever, but, like fuck it worth it dude please do this over and over again for the rest of your life
1: the reason it sounds cursed is because I think most people would have the tendency to ham it up and really make it a joke but this is made like a movie that's in of that time like 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 there's there's almost it's funny but there's almost no tongue in cheeky over the top like look at how funny this is it just is made in a way where as if you found this in like a pile of VHS tapes and put it in, that would be the movie that was there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. It, it, you know what, and the other thing that's great about it is that it was, um, so this was shot on location in New York City, and it's, I love gorilla seeing... Guerrilla style. I, yeah, very run and gun, but I love seeing New York, and because I grew up in the 1980s, so it's cool to see the New York that was, the New York that, like, is New York in yeah. my heart. Um, so it's like, for me, it's like, I'll watch this and then maybe coming out of blue underground also uh, a good release and a 4K release on this one uh, vigilante which <laughs> also shot yeah. in new york and literally this is a, this is a cool hot tip they shot a scene of that movie in the apartment building that my friends lived in in astoria queens like 10 oh, no. years ago like i i was watching the movie <laughs> and i was like yeah didn't my didn't, didn't brent live there and he did um, so yeah like that's really cool like, it has this historical quality you know twin towers fucking rip um are in a a bunch of shots and uh yeah yeah, i mean it's just it's a gas it goes to really wild insane places but it's basically just about the city rallying around a man dressed like a ninja killing gangsters (laughs) awesome i love how
1: you didn't say he was a ninja he was dressed like one
2: Right. No, he's actually he's actually a librarian. I don't know what 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 kind of job could he have had other than being an. Idiot? Wasn't
1: he he like a, a like a sound guy? That's oh, that's reporter? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why he's he like sort a of sound, sound man again. To like, <laughs>
2: yeah. it felt very Ninja Turtles to me because he's like hanging out with April O'Neil and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I wish they he, they put him in a big trench coat with like a like a big bogey hat. You know, like would have been very cool.
1: Just do it. One of my favorite parts of the movie is that there is, um, they clearly have the same seven gang members. Yeah, oh, And yeah. they just keep putting them in different outfits <laughs> where they cover their faces, or they just don't even bother sometimes and they just have the same outfits on
2: all the time. It's really bizarre. I mean, also, like, how how truly complete was this film um, that you don't know? They, maybe they had other gangsters <laughs> and it just was shot so bad that they were like, fuck it, we'll just use these same guys yeah, six times. There's, there's
1: apparently scenes that they cut out of this. That they didn't use.
2: I mean, bless them. I mean, my only complaint about it was
0: like the music cues because, uh, unlike oh, you the guys, music is so good. I w- uh, I love the music. It's just when it's cued, it drives me insane. But I didn't watch this on 4K. <laughs> I watched the VHS of it because I didn't oh. buy. I didn't buy the 4K. So I'm like, you know what? Well, there is no 4K. Let's just be very movie. clear. No
2: fucking 4K on this release.
1: It's a Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. It's a Blu-ray. I thought it was a yeah. 4K.
2: Nope, Nope, I also thought that for a very long time until I had it in my hands and I was like, fuck you.
0: Holy shit. Okay, well, okay, so it's a Blu-ray release, but I am like, (laughs) you know what? I want to watch this on VHS for the first time. Like, God intended.
2: Was it, so wait, is the VHS also a widescreen or did they like make a pan and scan? No, it's pan and scan. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Except for for the credits. That's amazing. Except for the credits, which is
0: perfect.
2: Wow.
1: Let me tell you, ending your movie with a rap about the movie too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah! Oh my god, so good! I love it so so tight. So fucking
0: love it. Um, cool. New York Ninja, pick it up. It's not 4K. Here we (laughs) go.
2: It's Blu-ray. Are we all ready to talk about not a movie?
0: yeah (laughs) uh, so this is this is a great point to be like you know not everything has to be a movie it could be a package it can be yeah the extravaganza known as the agfa horror trailer show which came out early in 2020 January January and yeah this has definitely been one of my favorite releases uh, mainly because you get a twofer with this not only do you get a trailer compilation which I'm always a huge fucking fan of uh, yeah. Not only just in general, but for Late Night Greenhouse when I want to play fucking trailers <laughs> in high definition. And snipes. <laughs> yeah, and snipes and shit. So this works out great. Thank you. Um, but I also love the special feature, which is
3: yes. uh, Agfa the Horror The real Trailer star show, of the show.
0: Video Rage. And this yes. is <laughs> SOV-oriented trailers. And uh, it's funny because after I watched it last year, I was like, man, I really want to watch Catacombs. So I got my hands on it and <laughs> you don't want to watch Catacombs, but that trailer will make you want to watch Catacombs. It does exactly. <laughs> it is the prime example more than likely. Not discrediting all the SOV films uh, that have trailers in there, but it is the prime example of how important trailers can be for movies. So it's not yeah. only these, these two compilation uh, video tracks, um, but it's kind of a celebration in trailers, I think. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Even more so, like, if you look into this, uh, you can book this program, the Agfa Horror Trailer Show, on 35. I yeah. mean, they edited it on digital and transferred it chemically to 35-millimeter print. Stuck I think print, that's also yeah. great. Yeah,
2: it's I really like, agree. Cool. And there's a lot. So these come out. Um, I feel like there's been a bunch in there. Like, Delirium does a bunch of these where it's, like, trailer yeah. collections. Yeah, Drive-In Delirium. And I will say, um, this is definitely a standout for me. I just think that it's it's really one of the better yeah. ones I've seen. And not only that, I, I lo- and I love the, the, the SOV stuff too, but someday, some sunny fucking day, we'll all like have parties where people come over <laughs> and do shit. Well, Whoa, And you want to have a thing on in the background that's just meaningless nonsense that occasionally people are going to mm-hmm. go, what the fuck? And that's what this is like this is just like every like this is the kind of shit that i put on like at a halloween party or i mean like being honest literally any party but like especially that if you're a sane person a halloween party if you're the three of us and people like us and literally any gathering of three or more people but yeah like it's it's a real it's a it's a it's a coffee table book it's a it's it's a conversation starter you know like yeah what was your fave did you have a fave trailer on there well, this was
1: my favorite release last year.
2: That's, 100%. I, that is absolutely out of everything to me. That's the craziest thing I've Well,
1: Agfa, Agfa, I... are you ready for this? Agfa is my favorite label out of everybody. Like, I adore Agfa. And just the the presentation of this, the everything involved in this. And like you said, it's a standout because it's not just trailer after trailer after trailer. This is a, a show. Like, this is actually oh, yeah. something that is enjoyable to watch. Like, because it has a flow to it and this weird kind of and they actually edit the trailers themselves a little bit and do weird color gradings or will like edit things out of order and stuff like that and it just just makes it this like weird delirious experience but it's great
0: yeah I mean it's more of a curated edit that's really what it is versus other trailers Real or, yeah, just trailers, trailers, trailers. There's there's funny stuff in here. And what I also like about it, as somebody who collects a lot of the trailer comps, there's not a lot of repeats in this. There are a few, yeah. but not tons. I, I would say probably a good 70% of this is original. You can't find it on other ones, which is nice. Because when you start buying a lot of trailer compilations, you see a lot of repeats. And it's like, okay, that's yeah. cool. And unless it's like a fucking killer trailer, like, you know, The Undertaker and His Pals or or something, you know, just absolute bonkers. Uh, it it doesn't, you know, it gets kind of tiresome. It's like, okay, cool. I have these all on another trailer comp. But yeah, I, I think this is a great edit, uh, celebrating trailers mainly. Yeah. What is exciting. everybody's
2: favorite trailer?
0: oh that's a good. Question. I asked like I had an answer. Not not out did. of this. <laughs> not out of this. Favorite oh, I was trailer. Say out in of general. This.
1: I have one out of this.
2: Fuck. Um
0: I can tell you one of my favorite trailers because I do have many Avengers. I can tell you Angel.
2: one but it's it's more recent. Like it's not like an old okay. trailer. That's um, fine. Ten Cloverfield Lane.
0: Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a good trailer. That's a good trailer. I also loved like movie. the original, uh, the first Evil Dead remake trailer because of the. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that yeah. one's good. It's so good.
1: Mine is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Oh, yes that is one of that's the best that's a good trailer. one right with the with the chainsaw coming out of the water yes. like Excalibur and he grabs it it's like oh it's so sick that's funny I tweeted
0: about chainsaws today and somebody sent that gif I'm like fuck yeah. yes
1: it's it's just the so best good best looking chainsaw
2: what yeah. about Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan do we want to get on that <laughs> oh. that's one of the most outstanding with Great like Charlie. the Frank Sinatra music and like they're, he's oh, just like yeah, in the yeah. distance and they just get closer and closer and closer and then he flips around Oh, I love yeah. that Friday the
0: thirteenth has two teaser trailers in their whole franchise. Part six where they just come down, it's a crane shadow. Oh, on the that grave, one's so good. And too. then it blows up. And then the Jason takes Manhattan. I mean, they knew exactly what they were doing. They were like,
2: Oh, well, this is a product now. We're just gonna sell yeah. the product. Yeah, if, if if only Jason takes Manhattan was as good as that fucking teaser. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not to say there's nothing good about it. There are some good fucking deaths in that, but uh, you know, on the whole. Yeah. Anyway. All What's right. next? Oh fuck so that you, you, it's time to you promote a, a, a hate uh, crime. <laughs> oh Jesus. yeah. Well, be, and you well hold on. It before before we move on,
0: <laughs> AgFa Horror Show, uh that was released by AgFa. You can get it on vinegar or you can just buy it on Amazon. You just won't get the slip. Because I think yeah. well the slip's gone anyway, right?
1: No, it's it's shockingly still in stock.
0: Okay, so go to vinegar syndrome if you oh, want heck, uh that, that slip. slip and just type in AgFa Horror Trailer Show. You don't want to just wear gotta that. I get shirt, that no slip, slip, baby.
1: Gotta have all that right. Slip. <laughs> Speaking of slips. Oh here boy, we, here we go.
0: Siege, baby. Oh my god. This movie.
1: Why did you assign me the hate crime movie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all going to talk about it. It's literally so like it's literally the oh, word that I totally didn't put done. on my on my list, um, even though I wanted to, just because I was like, do I really <laughs> want to tell my people? To to watch yeah, Siege, it's, like I think if you can handle the fact that it starts on a hate crime where it's literal gay bashing, um, if you can handle it's, that, it's a it's a great Siege movie. It's a it's it is a yeah, really 100%. well made a Cana- little bit of Canadian exploitation,
1: a little bit of a Canadian assault on Precinct Thirteen, but it's an apartment.
2: I like that the the con cut is like this completely different opening where they're like, yeah, like a guy like, gets like stuck up on like a ladder and they're like, hey, hey I'm stuck up here, like or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry, man, yeah. I'll get you down. Like, what's well, so the movie,
1: like you said, opens up with a, with a hate crime where it's it's based on I guess a true event that happened where there was a police strike, and uh, unfortunately, some people committed a hate crime <laughs> similar to what the the. Uh, movie starts uh-huh. and then one of the people uh, escapes this like conservative group like chases them to this apartment complex where it's really it's like weird cuz it's <laughs> I don't understand how all these people know each other that are in the apartment like they're like they're close there's, like, a friends blind, when you're in a there's a couple of blind people right right there's a couple of blind folks yes a a man and a woman that seem to be in a relationship of some kind and some other weirdo neighbor they have and they and they're and the uh person who escaped the hate crime runs in, in into their apartment and they basically hold up against this group of of armed well they had the pause um, from
0: cooking in the living room let's talk about that yes <laughs> <laughs> they yes they had a fire in their fucking
1: living room how Canadian can yeah. <laughs> you
0: get jesus that's yeah. very stereotypical of Canadian
1: <laughs> but it's 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 honestly like the reason it's it's on it was on my list is because this is legitimately a tense, like home invasion thriller movie. Like it like like there's so much going on and there's so many tense moments that I I was like on the edge of my seat watching this weird movie. Yeah. Uh, it like the the shots I think of specifically are when there's like the guy across the street and he has the like night vision scope on and you could see the people popping in and out of the thing and it's just it's just the the, the like tension of it is nuts.
0: And it is definitely like the Canadian assault on Precinct 13. Um yeah. I, I think this is a very great film. And what I love about this, and this is why it's in my best of 2021, is that these companies, they love films, right? But it's really great when they release something that like sure the packaging's fine we're not allured to it by like oh it's got this real nice slip with the spot uv coat oh maybe you're not and then it's like a (laughs) two-star movie right siege like comes out the fucking gate running i i fucking love this movie it is again yeah trigger warning for sure at the beginning uh not great to get through but uh No, it's not. What's also great about this is the extended version. Um, There's a theatrical and an extended version in here. The con cut. I I I actually like the extended
2: version. This movie was was at con.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. And what's even better (laughs) is that it's you know it was made in eighty two, okay, so forty years ago.
2: And it's
0: still relevant with its
2: plot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the th- the the thing to really fucking say about this movie: not only is it a pretty much just a banger throughout. This is a ten out of ten. I don't think I can name a better ending of any movie we're gonna talk about. Like, de- I it, yeah. re- like I thought, oh, this movie's so good, and then the ending hit me. I mean, I, I saw. I said, it this is calm. one of. The- Uh, Oh, I didn't have any faith that it was going to go there and that it does. It's a real, (laughs) yeah. I don't want to say what it is, but look, when you get to the ending, you're going to be like, fuck yes. Or I guess potentially fuck no, but then fuck you. (laughs) Step into our podcast. (laughs) Um, It's a good ass ending for sure. Yeah,
0: 100%. And I love that, you know, I mean, that's the whole thing about these boutique labels that is they're introducing things that isn't part of the mainstream. Sure, like, everybody's heard of Demons. Everybody's heard of Halloween. Some people, you know, even though Censor and New York Ninja are newer movies, Siege is probably, like, the first kind of nice discovery. Like, this is an older film that didn't really have a decent release and good on Severn for getting everything done correctly. And, you know, it it looks great. It looks as good as it's going to get. And it's also a really good movie. This is one where it's like, yes, I'm thankful for boutique labels resurrecting and like archiving and restoring things like this movie.
2: Yeah, cool. Are you ready to talk about the one that I was surprised that made this list?
0: Why were you uh, you're surprised because of the technical issue, right? Okay, uh, well, so, so there's a there's several <laughs> yeah, yeah. layers
2: to it. Yeah, so, so, so Flush or uh, Frankenstein. Here we go. Let's go. No, Dracula. I was surprised because it wound up, and nobody said, "Hey, we should also include um, Blood for Dracula," because it was sort of a vinegar syndrome. Kind of a Severin, two-year. like they went in together. They each had one release of the two, but like they're really kind of meant to go together. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I haven't watched the Blood for Dracula release yet. Uh, it is definitely on the radar. Because I watched it with my girl, I watched Flesh for Frankenstein with my girlfriend. She loved it. I'm like, oh, we have yep. to watch
2: Blood for Dracula next.
0: Um, so hopefully, sometime soon, we'll be able to watch that. But I'm these sure, are 4K like,
2: releases. That these important.
0: are 4K releases. That now there but, is the you know, technical re- issue with Flesh for Frankenstein. Yeah. But
2: here's what's but great be about vinegar. By the time people hear this
0: exactly by the time you hear this it's probably already in the mail so good on vinegar syndrome for you know because from what i understand it's like a certain combination of like player and tv it seems we have a mutual friend that didn't seem to have an issue with his 4k he was like yeah it's it's okay it's not as horrible as everybody's saying yeah but regardless with that tech issue aside this is a great release because much like Siege, I absolutely love and adore this film. And upon rewatch, especially in 3D for the first time,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> I loved
0: it even fucking more.
2: Uh, I can't. I can't handle that. That classic 3D. It messes me up. <laughs> you know, that so shit good. happens where you take the glasses off and your eyes are. Still oh, yeah, your eyes are crossed. It, it's
0: funny because, <laughs> it's like, terrible. Silent Madness. I didn't have that much of an issue with it, but with one for Frankenstein, bad. I definitely yeah. did. Oh, and really, I don't yeah, know yeah. what that really entails because I'm just not a fucking expert at 3D shit. But um, you know, it, I don't think either of us. We don't own 3D TVs,
2: right? No. No, okay. I used to, I used to have one, um, and I gave it away. Ah. <laughs> it goes like for a million dollars on the market now. <laughs> I know. We yeah. fucked up. Oh well.
0: I mean, I would love to watch this in the the real three D. I guess I don't know, or I yeah. forget what they call it, uh, home video wise. But I would love to watch it in that aspect which from what i hear if you can't get the tv you can still get like projectors that still do it
1: yeah 100 yeah
0: so that might be something like i invest in just to watch this and like friday 13th three
3: but give
1: the kids a pitch like what's
0: the pitch so, what is uh, flesh uh, yeah for flesh frankenstein? for frankenstein number one is uh it was also known as
3: andy, andy warhol's,
0: warhol's frankenstein which sadly is not on here but it is on my poster over here which you can't see um look i i went bonk wild after i watched this i bought a fucking poster and a vinyl this movie is it's essentially the the frankenstein tale you kind of know and love but it's a little more perverted a little more horny uh and a little
2: more uh, yeah, okay. It's like it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show if it wasn't a musical.
0: Basically, basically, it's weird because like the tonal shift in it is always been the oddest thing to me because at first I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of serious. It's serious." Wait, it's turning into a comedy in a weird way. And I I think the comedy aspect is more in Blood for Dracula versus Flesh for Frankenstein. But yeah. Flesh for Frankenstein definitely has the comedic aspect. I mean, these are great releases. You can watch it in 3D, Anaglyph, or real 3D. Yeah. And then you can watch it in 4K if you want. And also, the other thing that I love about having this package is that you get all the great cover art that's been made yeah. for this
1: movie. Yeah, there's so much art on this thing. So,
0: yeah, I highly recommend this. If you were to buy one Vinegar Syndrome release this year. Yeah, I including think. You want, a, you
2: want a movie with Udo in it. That's what you want.
1: Mayonnaise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mayonnaise.
1: If you want to see mayonnaise you gotta yeah, get this Yeah, and that's version. the other
0: thing is like even once you get past the slipcovers there's even more cover. art. I, I love it. I love that like that's that's exactly what I want because I am a huge fan of movie posters and I collect them and I love seeing the different artwork, especially in Europe uh, what they do with a lot of these movies so the fact that i can get some of that like drive and some of that desire that i have for real posters in here is even better
2: and there's cool weird outfits there's some cool costumes in this i feel like if you're if you're with yeah. the costumes there's good ones yeah i think it's, it's a very well done movie
1: it i is. think it is too yeah yeah
2: it's kind of
0: surprising because i always heard that the the director's been a dick for all of his life but <laughs> uh, and like has disowned these movies for the most part And I think that's a damn crime because, I mean, Flesh for Frankenstein, I can speak to, Uh, I I absolutely love and adore this movie. I love the score, which is why I bought the vinyl. Um, I'm very thankful. This is a movie I saw years ago, and I'm very thankful for Vinegar Syndrome putting this out because it just kind of rejuvenated everything about it. And now it's available to get. That's the other and it's, thing.
2: And it's on Shutter. Yeah, it's wow. on Shutter. In 3D. <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah, I that fucking is amazing
2: that they put the 3D. Alright, so we had, all of these were sort of like, all this stuff is great. Like, I don't know that there was a really an order. But the top two are the top two. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt, the top two are the top two. Um, do you want to, dig- yeah. I, I know you were like really on this. You were spending a great deal of yeah, time on. Yeah, this
1: was, uh, I spent a lot of time watching these. Uh, so we're talking about the Scope Volume 1 from Arrow Video. Absolutely spectacular packaging. Um, love the whole aesthetic of it. Not bumpy
2: on no, the front. No, it seemed like it there were going to be. be bumps and then there weren't. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, but but you, you got this Arrow. nice full got all this nice art with the discs in here. It's really spectacular. Good stuff. Um, and the movies in it, I I over the last year in 2021, really, I fell in love with Shaw Brothers and martial arts cinema in general. And this box is just loaded with spectacular stuff, particularly in the latter half of the box. Like it is just things that are 100 percent my shit. Um, and like Dirty Ho, that's that's the movie of the box, if you haven't seen it. Spectacular. Did, are you
2: sure that that's actually the one, or did you just yes, want to say? Yes, that's the movie of the oh? box. No, <laughs> you just no, to that say is dirtyo.
1: Oh. That is my favorite movie in the box. I, that's the the one that I recommend you watching first. Fuck King Boxer. Come on, you got. I mean, like like it's the first one, on one on there whatever. for a
2: reason, bro. <laughs> yeah, King but King Boxer is really like it's a look. It's a it's an intro. It's a better get to know a Sean Brothers is, movie. Yes. Like if you watch yes. that one and you like it, you're you're in for a treat. For you're sure, you're in for a like, treat. Like it's not the, I don't know that it's the best one on there, but it's definitely like it's accessible.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, it's the more, because it's interesting because, um, on a podcast, I believe they said they, what they're trying to do with these is go in chronological order with the films in the boxes. And so watching these, you actually get to see kind of the Shaw style evolve through the seventies to where, you know, uh, king boxer which is the first film is very you know serious bruce lee kind of film you know like it's very serious martial arts action drama kind of film which there, there is comedy in there but it's not you know it's not compared to i want to i'm going to say it again dirty Ho, where <laughs> it's very it's very uh jackie chan and Lo lay influenced where the the, the the fight scenes are basically all comedy, pretty much. Where it's it's them f- fighting while tasting wine and doing stuff like that. Like, and it's it's interesting to see their uh, the evolution of their style purely through this box. And if you want a good place to start with uh, martial arts films, you definitely should pick this up. It's you you should you know spend one hundred and forty dollars on something
2: you may not know a lot about. It is um, absolutely worth every penny. Also, so you sort of pointed out a thing that is really true about it, which is that, yes, it has some of the more serious elements of Kung Fu movies. But then it does have a movie like Dirty Ho, <laughs> which yeah. you is called Dirty Ho and then also the rest. But yeah. like, not only does it give you the breadth of what Kung Fu movies are like, but also, even if you knew Shaw stuff, this is not a greatest hits. This is... yeah everything it's just like they're really going through it this is a a true volume one so you're going to get some stuff that even if you're um experienced if you know the work there's still going to be a lot of stuff that you've never seen before there's a lot i mean there's a lot on here these discs are not half-assed you know they use the whole ass there's a lot of special features and uh yeah i mean scans are great no 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 fucking bumps but I'll tell you what. No bu- <laughs> no bumps on 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 the, on the cover. It seemed like there would be bumps. No bumps. That's fucked up. Uh but yeah, I mean it's just it's quality entertainment. It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah.
1: yeah. And and even if you have seen these, they've never looked this good. The scans are fantastic. They're all brand new 2K scans. Um and it's it's just the amount of audio options. You get the original dubs if or if you want that nostalgic english dub feel to it or if you if you want to be a purist like me and watch it in the mandarin or the
2: cantonese or whatever is the original it's it's, yeah, that's it's how, it I mean well that's the you. way to do it i don't know why you would yeah i mean you could do whatever yeah, you know. want but there is a right way <laughs> but, of doing it
1: but it's but but this also has mighty peaking man on it so it doesn't have purely <laughs> Kung Fu films. No, <laughs> it right. also and, has and insane. You know there's a possibility because you know
2: Shaw, They did some horror stuff too, and there may be yes, there may be some Shaw horror stuff in the in the future. I wish Arrow. Boxers Omen, please. It's po- it's Give possible. Us Boxers Omen in the next one.
3: I hope. Could be? Could be? Could I've could heard,
0: be? I've heard that the elements are fucked though. So yeah. like, but yeah, of course, that's like my number one hope that we yeah. get with Volume Two is Boxers. Well, summer. I don't.
2: I think what they might do um, is they that volume two might just continue with what they've been doing they might do a separate release that's like here's a bunch of these things yes. the quality's not great but it's its own separate animal that's kind of, that's yeah. what i'm hoping they'll do
1: yeah because that's what they did with uh come drink with me and a couple other things at this point already where they're kind of releasing them separately so they're definitely going to be doing more in the shots space so hopefully that does lean, lean into horror like black magic and stuff like that i would love to see that stuff
0: and even even more reason to get a region free Blu-ray player is let's say you've never seen a Shaw Brothers movie, you just know it yeah. from fucking Kill Bill or something, mm-hmm. yeah. and you find out it's an actual real studio that happened, and you buy this Arrow set as a blind buy, and you're like fuck, these are great. What's great is eighty eight Films has put yeah. out a whole bunch of Shaw shit. Some of it uh, does. It, how many titles overlap? Is there any overlap?
1: um none come come drink with me is the only overlap so far. that's the
0: only overlap okay yeah all right not too bad so like no not at all yeah if if you get this and you love Shaw you now have uh another outlet to get more great Shaw films because I'll be honest with you like these Shaw films are good but they're not the Shaw films that I know um i'm very interested to check out the set and kind of get more versed with it but yeah come drink with me um uh eight foot pole diagram fuck Eight diagram Arrow pole fight. fighter which is my favorite Shaw go.
1: movie which arrow's gonna put it on the u.s
0: which i'm excited for and you yeah. know even the legend of seven golden vampires that's i think probably yeah. how i first heard of shaw i was <laughs> like course. holy shit um, and that's Shaw and Hammer, if you're not familiar. So that is not available through Arrow. It's only through Screen
2: Factory. So before we go to the number one, we're in 2022. What is the thing you're most looking forward to this year? What's your What's your number one so far?
0: Of what's been announced, Thriller, A Cruel Pitcher by Vinegar Syndrome, getting, giving it the 4K release. I'm fully aware of Thriller, Krill Pitcher from Synapse. I don't know what the deal <laughs> is there. Uh, maybe that's a future Hot Goss episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait for the Goss, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I am super excited about that film because I think it is so fucking cool. And while the availability is out there, you can still get that DVD from Synapse if you really want it. Um, I, I think the fact that it's hit in 4K is amazing, and you know, Synapse yeah. also has a version, which I guess is unofficial, based off of what Vinegar Syndrome has emailed out to everybody. Um, I don't know how this this all works. I'm not even going to dig into it, but uh, <laughs> you could get it on Blu-ray in March, uh, and then Vinegar Syndrome's putting that out in May. So I'm super excited yeah. about that. But I, I do want to give a caveat, like. The greatest releases that we have on here were in later in the year. Yep, yeah. except oh, yeah. for a horror the horror trailer show.
2: There's going to be stuff that that comes out later, but it was it was worth sort of mentioning what's out so far. I mean, like you know, not a boutique label, but um, right. They still haven't even officially announced that the Poltergeist 4K is coming out at the end of the year, but it fucking is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the
1: Poltergeist
2: just, remake. <laughs> 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 it's so good that you're on the opposite coast. I think I could kill you from here. <laughs> That's like easily like wor- worst remake of all time for me, maybe. Absolutely. Like, it's absolutely, yeah, absolutely. One, of the, one of the bottom of the barrel worst. It's Which that is one a shame because
0: Night. I like that director. I mean, oh, it's I, not about I really like yeah. I loved Monster House. I love Monster House. So good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to get it. He's gonna get it right. I also said the sure same did. thing about Robocop.
2: Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh! Uh. Speaking of which, yep. my 2022 most hype release so far is Arrow's Robocop 4K. Robo- 4K. Yeah. Fucking stoked I'm, for that! I cannot excited. wait for the 4K release. of Robocop. I'm uh, really fucking basic. It's just like, just <laughs> genuinely one of the greatest films of all time.
0: And I know people are complaining. They're like, oh, I just bought this. Do yourself a favor, stop bitching. Number one, it's fucking Robocop, okay? You're going to buy it for however many dollars. Number two, get the steelbook. Like, I got the box for the Blu-ray. I'm going to get the steelbook for the 4K. It's no big fucking deal. It should be everybody's favorite movie.
2: That's that's
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. It,
2: It is legitimately, I can't think of a lot of movies that tick every single fucking box for me. I don't think there's anything missing from that film. It is maybe one of the most perfect films ever made.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of the most perfect screenplays. I'll, I'll tell you that yeah. much. Um, but yeah. Anyway. That, okay. and, that and RoboCop yep. 3. Dig, what's yours?
2: <laughs> you fucker. My <laughs> pick is... RoboCop TV series. <laughs> my pick it's coming out. Job Factory
1: putting on that <laughs> <fucking TV laughs> My pick... 6. I was just going to make that joke. I was big. my pick was the RoboCop TV series. Because um, yep. <laughs> it is coming out. It is. Um, no, my pick it is... Um, the hitcher coming on 4k from second sight which is absolutely spectacular because i can't even think of how long it's been unavailable but it's been quite some time and and it's just a movie that i adore i remember printing it with my dad and my dad's like because my dad's like you never seen the hitcher and i'm like nope and then it was right right before that really awful remake came out with uh was, I've never who's seen in the that? Was, was that scene Bean in that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Was that? In scene I mean, Bean? he must die in it, right? He dies. In <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's an absolutely spectacular film, and it's so exciting that it's finally coming out because it's been such an issue for like such a long time.
0: Yeah, especially it, in
1: 4K. It like is it basically funny. is one of those. Did it skip blue? In go yeah, to 4k it,
0: yeah it's never okay. so it got released in, like alligator hold on okay oh, let me correct this fucking uh it got put out on blu-ray in
1: germany germany yeah yeah, right? yeah you're right you're right
0: but that was like a shitty hd transfer they did no yeah. restoration and we all know second Sight is a great company sadly they're not on our top 10 list uh but we did mention sensor so i don't know yeah um <laughs> I, I think they're going to do a bang-up job. I'm also excited about Martin, if I'm cheating yeah. and giving a second. You are. I'm stopping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Are you ready? The number one. I think all of us probably have known. Is... From when it was first announced, leaving aside the expensive deluxe edition with the fucking crappy ass plate.
1: <laughs> that everybody so bummed was so excited about, it, and now it's like, I can't even eat
2: off of this. It's going to break. Yeah, why
0: aren't you wearing the medallion? You, got I, you the know, deluxe, I almost right? did,
2: but let me let me let me be oh, really real okay. with you. It the way that it bounced off my titties was not great. So like I just <laughs> I was like, I can't be bothered. I'm like and it's also heavy. It was just way yeah. down. It's it not a heavy. it's not a good size. They should have honestly it should have been a little bit smaller. Anyway, that's way too much information about a fucking pendant, an over large pendant. But the number one is Severance Release, all the Hunts be ours. Oh, you put up this little. <laughs> this is all I can hold up. You put up the little bit. Ooh, woo. Yeah, because map.
0: I, I still don't have my box set. They haven't shipped it. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I, uh. I can, ar- I can argue. I know this feels like a cop out because, uh, I, I am so excited. Much like Siege and Flesh for Frankenstein, uh, even though I'd seen Fra- Flesh for Frankenstein before, I am excited to go through all these movies that I haven't seen. And yeah. you're talking about 12 discs, which is insane to me, number Beefy. one. It, 19 movies. Very, oh my god. That is a huge, That's huge.
2: pendant. <laughs> <laughs> That's too fucking big. And I like a big fucking pendant, I can't lie. That's too big. It's too big for these titties. I just can't. But what That's I love right,
0: about I... the set is that it started as a special feature by uh, Kayla uh, yeah. Janice, who... Like just always does a deep dive on anything she does and yeah. the fact that this was just going to be a special feature for uh, Blood on Satan's Claw I believe right mm-hmm. um, and it just evolved into a three hour long fucking documentary plus three and hour fucking plus yeah dude. three hour plus wow. and then what's even better is like you know this is such a deep dive we should look into actually releasing these movies the fact yeah. that a special feature essentially has created probably the best box set of the year. And what, why I consider it the best is not only do you have some, maybe like, even though they're obscure, they might be relatively well-known like V uh, which did get a release from Severn earlier, but eyes yeah. of fire, um, like of the dead Tilbury, Uh, there's a couple of other ones. Elson's birthday is, is one, uh, the fact that these are getting a Blu-ray release in a box set, which is probably the best way to sell some of these movies is great because I can tell you, I, I think I've only seen one or two of these movies and I, that means I have 15 plus movies to discover
2: yeah.
0: about a genre that like has become very popular of the last couple of years, uh, especially with Midsommar and the witch and, um, so this is basically A24's favorite box set. than <laughs> likely. But honestly like this is uh I love the design of it. They hit they hit the notes perfectly. I think with uh, the overall visual look of it and the fact that there's there's little-known full-core movies in here is even better. Like okay, so you like this stuff. Let's go real deep into the hole. And I understand yeah. that they were able to compile this box set mainly because of other, like um, nationalities restoration film funds. Like they were like, oh yeah. well, you know, Iceland's um, doing a recovery and restoration of Tilbury. So I, I think the Film Museum of Iceland was behind that, and they got a grant and they restored it. I couldn't think of any other company that would be like, oh, we have to release Tilbury. And the fact that Severn like worked out this package deal with probably like really obscure stuff that I could only imagine is not cheap just because of all these restorations. Um, The fact that maybe they were done by uh, educational organizations or film museums may have helped them, but this is kind of a Herculean task to get all these movies together and I I applaud Severn for doing it because quite honestly I never thought they would they didn't seem like a company that would ever put out something like this and I I, uh, I applaud them because it's an amazing set
2: yeah and um, what again it's kind of like when we were talking about the the Scope, what's really cool about this is that you'll get movies that are kind of goofy because you're dealing with folk horror which often deals with small communities and people are like you know like it's a bunch of weirdos in the community acting like maniacs and like so there's stuff that's kind of cutesy and funny and offbeat and then there'll be stuff that's really cerebral like really serious um because like tilbury is odd that's an odd Mm -hmm. fucking movie but great um but i i made sure i like i was like oh there's like a whole book That um, if you bought the big, big box that it came with about Pendis Fen, holy fucking shit. Pendis Fen is great, really good. Um, And there's a ton of stuff on here that's really great and it really runs the gamut. And every single disc usually has like a big interview with a director or it'll have like sometimes they'll have like extra shorts, like short films that people have made. The short films are awesome. Yeah. And there's a ton, like every single disc is just fucking stacked. Like, I can't – I could not get over how good it was. I was – when I opened up uh, – and, look, I'm glad that I bought the the large box set, not because there was anything particularly worthwhile in it, but, like, I just really want to support Severin and be like, keep fucking going, bitch. Like, this is this is easily one of the best things you've ever done uh, by a lot. But, like, I, I can't imagine not owning this. Like, this feels like such a, a must-own because I do, like – folk horror and I've liked it for a long time but there's a lot of stuff on here that I just hadn't heard of right like right. or like was loosely aware of but hadn't really watched in full and yeah all the scans are pretty quality you know I, nothing I've encountered so far looks bad that's for sure but yeah I it's kind of just exciting to go through and be like eyes of fire is good Lepterica's is weird a weird ass movie <laughs> you know don't look up what it actually means because it'll spoil the movie for you and then witch hammer holy shit witch yeah. hammers fucking, Witchhammer's fucking great dope. what a great movie and then yeah i mean these beautiful lake of the Dead's. It's, it's fine it's but that's it that's <laughs> the worst thing i could say is that there's some in here yeah. where i think that's fine that's okay and you know what here's the other beautiful thing if you are insecure uncertain Is this this is also on Shudder, isn't it?
1: Yes. So some of the films are. Slowly uploading it.
2: Yep. Yeah. So watch a couple of these on Shudder. Don't watch all of them. Don't be an asshole. Watch a couple. You're gonna fucking love it. And then just buy just buy it. This is a thing that, like, for the culture, you have to own. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You can't say you love the witch without owning this. (laughs) No, and when I watch
2: when I watched Fen, I was like, "Oh, this is like like how other people felt about *Hereditary*. <laughs> That's how I felt about *Pendousven*. <laughs> fuck *Hereditary*. There you go. That's my. But you better get to know a podcaster. I hate that movie. I'm the I'm the weirdo that hates *Hereditary*. Uh, <laughs> love mean, *The Summer*. Um, hate. Hereditary. I didn't care for it
0: the first time. I will say the second watch helped a little bit. Hate it more with each
2: watch. Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) look, I'm not, it's not to seem like a cool guy, but like that is true. I am very cool and that movie's garbage. But uh, (laughs) but yeah, it also comes with a, like, look at the size of this fucking book. I don't, it's just, it's incredible and everything in there is so, so goddamn detailed. So all you're going to get is a lifetime of memories out of this thing. (laughs) When would you ever even, who, who but I, maybe our buddy Matt? He's the only person I can think of that could actually go that through we'll this read entire them. thing <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else it will take you forty years. But if yeah, you're he'll Matt, probably you could be do done it with then- it
0: by the winter. And that's what—that's another thing I do love about it is that it got released during the winter, which is yeah, like totally. usually the most you know earthly barren time of year. Um. So yeah, give me give me all this. Except for you're in California. It doesn't fucking count for you. Yeah, it doesn't count for me. So I'm just- <laughs> you're like, yeah, barren. Yeah, desert. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm in New York.
2: If I go into Manhattan, it's like the wind whips around the building and like actively tries to murder me. It's terrible. Uh, all right. Trif, do you want to explain to people what, the podcast is actually going to be like, yeah, yeah. Backwards. So,
0: uh, so what you've heard is just basically a getting to know you kind of handshake sort of thing. Now you know where our heads are. Uh, what we considered the best releases of 2021. The whole concept of this and the whole reason it's got the name of Battle of the Boutiques is what we're going to do is we're gonna we're gonna spin a wheel and uh, we're going to basically land on a label. Uh, we're going to do this twice, obviously. So we'll spin it once, and then we'll spin it again, and those labels verse each other. Now, the only problem is, is what happens if we get the same label? We haven't talked about this.
2: Ooh. Do you want to do in uh, 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 infighting? We can. <laughs> we can just, also, we could just re- Fucking spin the wheel, I mean, you know. Like <laughs> that's also true. Yeah. Why don't we just do that? There you go. Okay. Okay. Case, okay. case cracked, baby. We got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got okay. Here we go. I'm gonna hit Control Enter. First one. Oh. Okay. Powerhouse <laughs> okay. and indicator.
2: Right into the challenges. Okay. Who would have thought?
0: Okay. So All we right. gotta All find right. a release for Powerhouse and Indicator, and then let's uh let's keep going. Let's do it again. And this is what it's going to be up against. Blue Underground. Wow. Okay. Good. All right. So we're going to pick some releases from each of those labels and put them up against each other. Uh, I think what we're going to try to do is it's going to be movie versus movie. Like which is the better movie, which is the better package, which has the better special features. And really this is mainly an excuse for us to get through our fucking collections, which have gotten out of control. Please God help us. Thank you very much for listening to our very first episode of battle of the boutiques. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you like us and you'll tune in to other episodes. Where can people find you on the internet? Lena?
2: Oh Anywhere? Um, I would say find me on Letterbox. I think that's the best place probably for all of us in general. I mean you could you can check out Song versus Song. If you like the a versus format podcast and you like music and I would imagine most people do, Song versus Song's very good. We've been doing it for like 3 years. There's probably like 4 or 5 episodes that are actually worth it. Um <laughs> Jesus, but no, it's, no, it's good. It's good. We have actually gotten to a place where I think that the podcast is is passable. Good. It's a, it's a solid it's like six and a half to seven out of ten. Uh, but uh, definitely for the movie element, look me up on Letterboxed. Uh, I am at Alina is you. Um, and yeah, a lot of the movies that we end up talking about, I will put written reviews so you can get more of my thoughts that you definitely care about. Uh, on there. Cool. Yeah. Come.
1: Oh, you can find me um, Instagram, Twitter, Digum Thirteen, D-I-G-G-U-M Thirteen. All my stuff is there in my in my bio, all my art stuff. Um, and on Letterbox, it's just Digum, D-I-G-G-U-M,
0: the one and only. There's not uh. twelve other diggums that you had. Yeah. Part of. <laughs> all right, and you can find me at Treefy, T-R-I-E-F-Y, on Letterbox, Twitter, Instagram, all that fucking jazz. Uh, I wish there was a cycle all that. anyway uh you can follow us on twitter at dtb horror as a collective um also on instagram at destroy the brain and uh yeah follow me on letterboxd i I think hope you enjoyed it uh we should be back i think we want to make this a bi-weekly podcast so hopefully in uh two weeks from the time you hear this we'll be talking about that powerhouse slash indicator release <laughs> release <laughs> and uh the other release which i already forgot blue underground Fox. get it together blue underground yeah <laughs> so until next time thank you all for listening adios